0: This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts.
1: You know who I can do without? I can do without the people in the video store. Which ones? All of them.
0: This is Massive
1: Late Fee with Mike and Mark.
0: Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to Massive Late Fee. My name is Mark. With me, as always, is my co-host, Mike. How are you doing, Mike?
1: Not too bad. And yourself?
0: Good, good. We've had a good week here at Massive Late Fee. Exciting things are going on on the network. Exciting things are going on on the show. This is the show where we talk about streaming things. So, I don't know. Stranger Things. Oh, Castle Rock's probably coming back soon-ish. I really want to watch that. I'm excited about about that. It's one of the only things I like about Hulu, honestly. (laughs)
1: Oh, I like that they have a uh, Futurama and um, Always Sunny in Philadelphia.
0: Yeah, that's true. That that is true. I don't think because I have YouTube TV, I don't, and I can see Futurama on there, but I don't think, I don't think they have It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia.
1: The Shield as well, which is really good. That's why I initially got Hulu. My wife loves The Shield.
0: Yeah, that's a good one for sure. I heard. I haven't seen it, but, but I hear, I hear. It's good. It's with the commish, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's after the commish, the shield.
1: Yeah, quite a bit after, actually.
0: Okay, so he he didn't get busted down to like a uh, a desk sergeant or whatever he's on that no, show. No, 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 right.
1: no. It's not related or anything. Well,
0: that's good. Um, so news this week. Uh, first, uh, as tipped off by uh, your lovely wife and my cousin Alex, uh, there's going to be a. I don't know if I wanna if it would if I'd call it a sequel to the Big Lebowski or like a spin-off to the Big Lebowski, maybe. Uh it's called Probably more of a spiritual sequel. Right, exactly. It's it's called The Jesus Rolls. It's going to be or it's written and directed and starring John Turturro, uh reprising his role of uh Jesus from the Big Lebowski. Uh Jesus Quint- Quintana, I think. Sure, and it's also sort of a remake of a 1974 French film, uh, "Going Places," by uh, Bertrand Blier. Me. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, pretty interesting. They uh, they just released a trailer, uh, which uh, you know I, I I took a look at. Sounds sounds pretty funny. A. It's weird because, you know, obviously this is being done by, uh, John Totoro, I guess, with the, with the, uh, the blessing of the Coen brothers. And I, I don't, I don't know exactly what this is. It's so, it's so weird, but it seems, I don't know. I like John Turturro a lot, and it, I think that this definitely has the potential to be, to be interesting.
1: I, of all the Coen Brothers movies, uh The Big Lebowski is my least favorite for sure.
0: Yeah, I'm not I'm I, honestly I'm not a huge fan either. I don't know if I would say it's my least favorite of the Coen Brothers movies, but it's it's down on the list for me uh fairly fairly far. I I like yeah, Raising Arizona might be my favorite. <laughs>
1: I mean, I, I know that I know that um, you know, um, not raising Arizona. That uh, the Big Lebowski is probably the most popular Golden Brothers movie. Yeah, it's for sure like the most recognizable and stuff. But I don't know what it is. I'm, I'm just I don't know if it's like their attempt at comedy or what exactly it is. I'm just not a fan of the movie.
0: Yeah, I um, I honestly, and I know this is gonna this is gonna rub a lot of people the wrong way, but I'm honestly not a huge fan of Miller's Crossing. Uh, you know, I don't think it's, I don't think it's a bad. It's obviously it's not a bad movie, but I'm not a, I'm not a like a huge fan of it. And uh, the Lady Killers was weird.
1: Yeah, didn't see that. I did see into, Intolerable Cruelty, which was surprisingly really good.
0: Yeah, Intolerable Intolerable Cruelty is one of my uh, more is one of one one of my like higher up ones for sure.
1: Yeah, but. But I could have sworn, isn't that character like a pedophile as well? In an in intolerable quote No, no, uh, the Jesus character from The Big Lebowski.
0: Oh, uh, I don't remember exactly if he is I always not.
1: remember. I always remember him being described as like a, a pedophile who listens to the Gypsy Kings. Oh, wow. But, but I don't, I, like I said, I'm not a huge fan of the movie, so I don't, I don't specifically remember that myself. So maybe it's something that it was implied or something I just missed. I don't know, but... I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna see this. I mean, I like the Coen Brothers. I like uh, the Fargo TV series, which I think uh, that's kind of like this, in the fact that they're not directly super involved. I don't think, mm-hmm. and that's that's uh, very high quality as well. I mean, I like the Coen Brothers. I don't like the Big Lebowski. I definitely don't like it enough to follow one of like you know the, the maybe six most interesting character in the whole thing.
0: Right. Exactly. I, I've only see I've only seen the Big Lebowski once, so I don't remember a ton about it. But you know. I, this, st- from what I remember, the strength of that movie is the, uh, the performance of, oh wow, his name is Escaping. Jeff Daniels. Yeah, Jeff, De- or, uh, Jeff, or Jeff. Bridges. Jeff Bridges, yeah. Jeff Bridges, like, his performance is, I think, kind of the, the strength of, of that movie. Cause he's just, like, a bewildered, like, every guy in the midst of this insane thing that's happening. This like, it's like, it's like taking, I don't know, it's like taking, like a grandpa and putting him in the middle of star Wars or something like that. Like, like they did with uh, Harrison Ford. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's the, that's the, I think that's where the comedy's supposed to come from, but his performance is what kind of, I think propels that movie. But anyway, so I, I might see this. I won't go out to the theater and see this for sure. I don't think it's, I don't know if it's coming to streaming first or if it's going to the theaters first, but either way, as with most things, I'll wait for it to come on straight. Me.
1: Yeah, same here. I, I mean, I can't think of a movie that's come out. That, I mean, <clears throat> I know my wife really wants to go see the Joker movie. Maybe I'll go see that one in the theaters. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's not really. I can't think of a movie in the last like five years that I've really been compelled to go see that was new that was worth it. You know. Yeah. I saw the uh, the it movie in the theaters. It was not very good.
0: Yeah, I'm not a big fan of those movies either, which, again, a lot, we're, we're on a, the minority there.
1: Yeah, a lot of the uh, movies I've seen recently have been you know, kids' movies because I have two young children. So, I mm-hmm. mean, of those, they've all been pretty bad, except um, I did th- I did like the Lego Batman movie, which I think I've mentioned before. That was pretty funny, I thought.
0: Yeah, yeah that was a pretty and, good one.
1: And the, and the Lego movie, too, was pretty good, too.
0: Yeah, actually, we just, we just saw that the other day, uh, I think maybe last week. And that, that was the yeah. first time I had seen it. That's pretty good.
1: Yeah, there's some funny jokes in that one.
0: But what's not funny is the joke I'm about to tell. <laughs> uh Rob Garrison, uh best known as uh the an actor from The Karate Kid, is uh his <laughs> dead. And uh I guess it's uh it's time to get him a body bag.
1: Yeah, it was uh a little sad by that. I always enjoyed that character,
0: and he is the guy that screams, uh, "Get him a body bag!"
1: Yeah, put him in a body bag. Yeah. There was a, um, there was like this uh, group, like maybe like ten years ago, called No More Kings mm-hmm. that did a video called "Sweep Sweep the Leg," and he was in it as well as like you know some of the like cast from the original. And he yells the same line. It's, it's just as funny to me, but yeah, I don't. And see, I think he was only fifty nine. I don't know what they said. Yeah. What happened?
0: Yeah, fifty nine years old. Uh, sad. Uh, I, and I am. Like they haven't said they haven't like given uh, cause of death I don't know I'm, i mean I'm gonna guess you know a heart attack or, or or something like that that's uh that seems to be you know when when some when something like this happens and it's sudden you know we didn't hear any stories of him having uh cancer or anything like that's usually yeah a heart but,
1: but to be fa- but to, to be fair when we really have heard a lot of stories I mean, he's like such a that's you know, true like, He got like eight, Small part, like a movie that's you know thirty years. I mean, it's been revised. You know, I heard he was on the the second season of Cobra Kai, but I didn't see that yet. So,
0: yeah, I haven't seen it yet either. But I I am I am definitely looking forward to it. Yeah. So now we will move on to because that's pretty much all I have. Uh We will move on to keeping current with Mike, where we plumb the depths of celebrity gossip and find out. What's going on in the world? Try to make sense of it so that you don't have to lower yourself to watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Or that's the most that's the newest reference I have. That's how much we're clueless about this stuff. Right. Where are we going today, Mike?
1: Well, uh, today, Mark, we're going somewhere we've never been before Ooh. the the Hollywood Gossip
0: The HollywoodGossip dot
1: com. Interesting. So now I've heard of the name Hollywood. Is that like a, a... Like a TV show or something, too? Do
0: you know? Is it a magazine? Know. I don't know. I don't know. I uh, Inside Edition? Is that still on?
1: I don't know. <laughs> I think of The Hollywood Reporter. I think that's what I'm thinking of. Oh, yeah,
0: I have heard of them, The Hollywood Reporter. I think they're legitimate. I think.
1: I don't know. I mean, they're reporting on celebrities. How legitimate well, yeah. can they be?
0: Yeah. As legitimate as that can be, yes. Right.
1: Um, anyways, our top story, and by top I mean chronologically, it's the first. <laughs> Linda Linda Porter, beloved superstore actress, dies at eighty-six. Um, oh, I don't. Order? I know you watch that show.
0: Oh yeah. Oh the. Okay. So she played Myrtle. Oh, that's sad. She. I mean, she was. Uh, you know, an elderly woman. So I guess it's not super surprising. She was written out of the show, I think, last season or the season before. Maybe she was sick, and maybe that's why they they did it.
1: It says a lengthy battle, so I guess.
0: um, Oh, okay. Well, that's sad. Myrtle's gone.
1: Now we go even darker with our next story. Okay. Dugger women accused of capitalizing on miscarriages.
0: Dunder? Is that what you said? (laughs)
1: Dugger. I don't know if you know who these people are. 21 kids, or I have nineteen children. I don't know something. You know, they basically uh, just like shit out kids all the time. It's like, yeah,
0: I think it was nineteen kids and counting, or something like that. Or
1: yeah, but I think they like went higher than that. And then like I think the the mom who was like in her forties or something like started having like miscarriages, and then of course she was one of those creepy people who like fucking put them in an outfit and took a picture, and then you know sent out like a Christmas card. Oh Jesus Christ. I don't think it was Christmas cards, but she did take pictures. I, I, I don't know. That, to me, is creepy, but I can understand, you know, not being creepy to someone else. I but,
0: you know, guess, yeah. but jeez.
1: Yeah, so I'm like, oh, well, that's cool. I can see a picture of you and your uh, your unformed child. Because, like, okay, I just clicked on something one day, and I just saw the picture. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I guess uh, I guess her kids are having miscarriages. I don't know. You know, um, for someone who's so religious, maybe that's a sign, I right, would think.
0: Right. It says here that they've avoided birth control and have decided to allow God to determine the number of children they have. Their kids are homeschooled. Shocking. Uh, <laughs> what,
1: what political party do you think they vote for?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe uh, Green? Green? Green well, it's either the obvious one or like a really weird fringe
1: like the US Constitution Party or something like that.
0: <laughs> right. So, uh, let's see. In two thousand fifteen, TLC suspended the series when the Duggar's eldest son, Josh, publicly apologized for having acted inexcusably following reports that he molested five girls. Holy some, fuck some
1: of which were his sisters, I think.
0: Yeah, that's that's inexcusable acting. You're right about that. Yeah.
1: That, that guy's a bad, just a bad kid. I would say. Yeah,
0: that's uh, that's not good. Uh, so, yeah, so I, uh,
1: I, I don't really know. I assume they're like they're not able to have kids or something. But mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. They, you know, they've never heard of condoms or pulling out or any other fancy birth control method. <laughs> right? Exactly. I mean, see, it always it's doesn't make sense to me. It's always like all these people have like these weird sexual habits. They never do them in a fun way. I, I've discussed this before. It's like, oh, well, these these you could just cream pie these chicks all day, but it's like, oh no, God wants kids. Like, okay. <laughs> thought, thought you were on the pill there. <laughs> and then you look up and you see the uh, picture of her, uh, her sibling that was uh, never fully formed by their uh, mother's... <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, God. <laughs> so I imagine you kind of know what you're getting into with these uh, duck women.
0: Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. This this, I mean, yeah. this does not sound good at all. So they didn't. So she didn't even. Holy fuck! So she had, she had 19 children, and, and counting. Right. And counting. But I I I think maybe it says. Let me see. Okay, so. One, two—only two of them were twins. All the rest of them were singles. Holy fuck! So that's a, that's being—that's that, a lot of pregnancies.
1: Yeah, again, like I, like I don't think this woman like has seen the outside of a bedroom or a uh, you know house for years.
0: And it's why? Why would you want to do that? Oh
1: god! I think that's like a religious movement. It's called like the Quiver or something, where you want to have as many like arrows for gods. See, I'm telling you, there's—I'm sure there's some. I'm, I'm sure there's some weird fringe religion that you have.
0: Yeah, there is some Yeah, this is some the so quiver is, is, is in here during the uh this Wikipedia thing. So and
1: That might be where I heard it from then. Quiver Quiverful. That's what it is, yeah.
0: They think there's going to be a religious war and they want as many soldiers for their god.
1: I always love when uh, when like uh, Christians are like talking about like wars in their religion. There's like 96% of the country or more is probably Christian. It's like mm-hmm. 4% of the people are really fucking your day.
0: Yeah, exactly. But like the, the war on Christmas. Yeah. Oh, that. don't get me started on that. that that's the most ridiculous. If, there, if there's a war on Christmas, Christmas has launched the most successful offensive campaign of any army ever because it just Sorry. dominates every other holiday.
1: It's like how people get upset when you say uh, Happy Holidays and, uh, instead of Merry Christmas. It's like, first of all, Christmas isn't the only holiday here. Correct. And uh, another funny thing is uh, the day of Christmas isn't ever actually, like, you know, stated. People say, like, eh, uh, that's our that's our day. We'll take it. Mm-hmm. Although I did read something kind of crazy one time. Uh, they are talking about, like, uh, something in the Bible that, like, it was talking about, like, you know, when Christ was born, there's a certain star seen in the sky. Mm-hmm. Like they did some calculations, you know, with like old, like uh, you know, astru- you know, like old journals and stuff about like astronomical events and just, you know, the math alone. Yeah. So they figured that if he actually there was a star being able to be visible from Jerusalem, and then they timed it with like when these sheep were being sheared, which is more like a, like a fall kind of thing, I guess, and like a winter thing.
0: Hmm.
1: Well, they calculated that he would have been born on September 11th. Oh wow! That was the most likely
0: date. That's. That's some, that's some great coincidence right there for the, uh, for the Muslims, I guess.
1: Out of all the days.
0: Right. But yeah, they, so they, they, I know they theorized that that, that the, the star, you know, was probably Halley's Comet. I, I, I've oh, heard really? them. I've heard them say that. Yeah, that the uh, based on you know how it's described and everything, and like you said, kind of doing math and and everything, and that does line up with, S- with September too, I believe. Uh, that's it's probably that it probably was Haley's comment that they were talking about.
1: Yeah, it's nuts. For our next story, uh-huh. someone named Ter- Teresa. Uh...
0: Teresa, what?
1: Teresa G I U Dice is how you spell her name. I don't, I don't know G I U D. It's like an Italian name, I guess.
0: Teresa Giudice.
1: Something like that. Give me a
0: Giudice. Come on now. I don't know.
1: And Joe's deportation. I don't really give a shit. I think it's like her husband.
0: <laughs> I don't really give a shit, and that's funny. Okay, so well,
1: I guess I guess her husband's being held in an ICE detention center where he waits to deportation to Italy.
0: Oh nice. Okay. So she is a reality television cast member and fitness competitor, best known for starring in The Real Housewives of New Jersey. Yo, I'm
1: Rachel and J we call it around here. That's
0: right. New Jersey. Uh besides appearing on the show, she has written multiple New York Times bestseller cookbooks. Oh god. And featured on Donald Trump's The Celebrity Apprentice season five, two thousand twelve. Oh, uh. Huh, so let's see. Her, let's see, she is 47. Her al- alma mater is Berkeley College. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, that she's married it. to Joe Judice. They got married in 99, so they've, they've been married for almost 20 years. And she does not give a shit that he's going to be <laughs> deported.
1: Yeah, maybe they're like uh, on the outs, I guess, I would hope. I don't know.
0: They have four daughters together uh, after her release from prison. <laughs> okay, so let's see. She she went to prison for something? Uh, I don't know. It doesn't say.
1: But yeah, I don't know. But she doesn't care. But uh that's it for uh, keeping her with Mike. Uh, back to you, Mark.
0: All right. Well, we are going to move on to the parents' guide game. Uh, I've been getting more and more feedback from people. By the way, Mike, not to toot our own horns, but I'm going to anyway. (laughs) The, the episode, so the episode that we did about Sticks and Stones with Dave Chappelle did pretty well. You know, like, I mean, we've been, the show's been getting more viewers, but that, that had a decent amount of viewers. And then the one we did with Bill Burr is our most, our most viewed or listened to podcast to date so it nice. really the past like few days really started getting big and i um i was happy because i think that's one of our funnier ones <laughs> so i was like yeah, yeah that's the one if they're if we're gonna get a bunch of new people to listen that's the one i want you guys listening to but i've been getting some feedback about the way we're doing the parents guide game now and everyone seems to be uh very happy with it going uh one at a time so i guess we'll continue to do that for now uh Mike. If you're ready, you can quiz me first. Uh, I've got yeah, uh, ready. I've got yours uh, lined up here.
1: Oh, did you point out too that we have a uh, an oddly large amount of listenership from uh, Amsterdam?
0: Yeah, that's right. the The Netherlands. <laughs>
1: we don't understand it, but we do appreciate it.
0: Yeah, we definitely appreciate our our uh, Dutch brothers. I do I I can speak some German, but not Dutch. They're related, but slightly different.
1: But obviously they can speak English, so...
0: True, yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I hope. Uh,
0: but anyways... I mean, I
1: don't know why they would listen if they couldn't, but... Uh, okay, this movie, I'm like 98% sure I saw in the theaters with you, but I don't remember shit about this movie, and I don't think these clues will help you much, so I'm probably going to do pretty well in this one. <laughs>
0: okay, awesome, I'm ready. A,
1: <laughs> a man burns his finger and his tongue on a car lighter.
0: His finger and his tongue on a car lighter. Uh, Tommy Boy. No. Okay.
1: Two children accidentally bump into each other while jumping on beds and smack their heads together.
0: Hmm. Home Alone 2 Lost in New York. No. Okay.
1: A man is hit front on by a van which sends him flying through the air, but he emerges as uninjured.
0: Holy shit. They'll hit front-on by a van. Stephen King? Oh, wait, no, um, a movie. Okay. Um, hmm, Dumb and Dumber? Uh, no. This
1: next clue is ridiculous. Okay. A World War II veteran uses a gun to shoot a man who acts like Hitler. However, the man did not get killed, but used for laughs.
0: Holy shit, the producers?
1: No. Okay. A human heart is seen and handled.
0: A human heart is seen and handled. Fuck. Yes. Um hmm. seen and handled. A human heart holy shit. Uh this has gotta be a comedy, right? Um no it's not that one, not that one. Um hmm. Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> no,
1: Okay. I'll tell you, this one is probably a, a, on the harder side. I'll give you two clues in a row, I'll give you one of the actors in the movie. Okay. A jilted girlfriend piloting a helicopter maniacally chases her adulterous boyfriend in his pickup truck using her helicopter. Is it?
0: Oh, what the hell was it called? Um, oh, she, uh, is Ashton Kutcher in it? Is it that one where it's like he thinks it's they falls in love with the girl no. and he falls in love with the girl and he he finds out it's his sister, but then it turns out in the end of no. the movie he's not really his sister. No. Okay, I can't remember. Here's that the next one.
1: clue: the name of a pornographic film is called Afro Whores. Afro Whores. And the actor that you would recognize from it, and there actually are quite a few uh, well-known actors in this. The one that. Uh, What might give it away is John Cleese is in this.
0: John Cleese? Huh. And it's... If we saw it in the theater together, or or if it's possible that we saw it in the theater together, then it has to be somewhat, like, more recent. Or, I mean, not, you know... It it has to be sometime within the last, like, 20, 25 years.
1: Yeah. And he's definitely... Yeah, go ahead. I'll give you the name of another actor. Another actor in this movie is uh, John Lovett.
0: Oh, oh, is it Rat Race? <laughs> yeah, it's Rat Race. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't. I mean, I don't remember all that stuff happening, but I do. Yeah, I do remember. I do remember the the jilted uh, the boyfriend and the human heart. I don't remember yeah. that. I, don't
1: remember. I think I think someone was like an organ transplanter. I don't remember who. Oh, yeah, yeah. This movie left my mind as quickly as it entered. It was such a forgettable movie.
0: Me too. But we did see it in the theater. You're right about that. You and I did see it in the theater.
1: Yeah, that's a deep cut. Oh,
0: yeah, very much so. So, uh, okay, my turn now. This one we did not see in the theater together. And I'm pretty sure you've seen it. I mean, it's possible you haven't, but I'm not sure but I, I i'm pretty sure you have and i think you'd be able to get it either way so uh, under sex and nudity some light kissing um
1: irreversible
0: no okay so let's see uh profanity god not blas- not blasphemous but inappropriately used <laughs> I don't know what that means, God, not blasphemous, but inappropriately used audition no uh alcohol, drugs, and smoking. a young guy and girl enter a bar where they're smoking and drinking.
1: Itchy the killer
0: no, you're close. I'm sure. frightening and intense scenes, a few of the fight scenes, particularly the o opening attack and the final fight scene. I guess are frightening and intense. air? No. A girl is held in a choking position with a knife to her throat. The crow. No. Uh, let's see um, another another profanity. The only other profanity on here. Slope.
1: Someone calls someone with that.
0: Yeah. It says it's slope and then it describes what it is. A derogatory term oh, yeah, slash sir used for the purpose of describing a Vietnamese slash Asian person.
1: Um Describing there, uh, the slope
0: of their eyes. It's it really is just geez. it really is just an explanation of what that word means. That was
1: unnecessary. Yeah. Uh Grand Torino.
0: Nope. Um Okay, sex and nudity again. Uh the main character and other boys showering. Uh, after a tournament. Hazy, but you can see a boy's buttocks in the background.
1: Karate Kid? Mm, no. Cry, karate Kid 3? No. Part 2? Yes. Oh, really? I don't remember that part for the second one.
0: Uh, with, the, with the boy's butt? No, no. I mean,
1: because I mean, the first... I, I See, the first and second one are very similar, in, uh, because I think the... Beginning of the second one is identical to the last part of the first one. Yes, that's I right. think uh, I think it's John Kreese who uses that derogatory word and against Mister Miyagi, which of course is inaccurate because he's from Okinawa, not uh, Japan. Correct or not um, Vietnam? Right. But yeah, I mean, I, mean, I like how I'm upset that it's inaccurate. That's that's my biggest objection. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. It's just I mean, he's a foul character, so expect him to say shitty things like that. But. Mm. Yeah, I, I just didn't realize. I don't. Li- I don't like the second one that much, actually. I, don't... I think my wife really likes the second one. Yeah, I mean the first one's an obvious classic, but the third one for me, that one is an insane movie to watch. It's ridiculous at so many I agree.
0: The third one, the third one might be might be my favorite one, <laughs> or at it, least it's,
1: it is my favorite. Yes, at least
0: the one that entertains me the most.
1: Oh yeah, hundred percent. And I love that in the uh, in the uh, Cobra Kai, with like, the first season, they actually made a callback to the third one, which I didn't think they would. Right. Because like in, in the third one, and my wife didn't understand what this meant, but uh, Terry Silver, the uh, one of the bad guys, tells when they're telegraphing that wheel kick, mm-hmm. which you know means you know in the fighting terms that you know you can see way ahead of time when he's going to do it. Mm-hmm. And in the Cobra Kai <laughs> series, uh, Daniel Larusso, pardon me, I have a bit of a cold. Daniel Russo's daughter says you're telegraphing something. It's like you know, clearly a callback to that. Which I might be the only person in the world who got that. <laughs> I was very obsessed with uh, Karate Kid Part Three for a while.
0: Yeah, that 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 one, like like you said, I, I to me too is the one that that sticks out. As the first one's obviously a classic, and the third one, like I said, I think maybe is the most entertaining one. The second one to me really sticks out like a sore thumb. Is like. Kind of out of place. I mean, I understand what they're doing. I understand why they went to. I understand why they went overseas with it and and everything. And they, you know, they tried to make it a new atmosphere, all that stuff. And I get exactly what they were doing, but it just, it does kind of stick out for some reason as like just different and not quite as interesting as the other ones.
1: And you can tell these, like, people, these movies are a bunch of weirdos because even in the 80s, who gave a shit about karate to this degree? (laughs) Seriously. Like, the third one, this like, this, like, billionaire who, like, you know, basically dumps toxic waste and makes money <laughs> doing that somehow. He, he's going to help his buddy from a Vietnam, like, reopen up the Cobra Kai dojos because he's so concerned. I mean, no one cares. It's a fucking... Did you even see the Hill Valley Tournament? There's barely anybody there. There might be 200 people. Right. And there's, like, 20 participants. So, you know, more than half are going to be, like, their, you know, parents and family and friends and shit. And then the rest of us are creepy weirdos and going to watch karate tournaments amongst youngsters in the uh, you know San Fernando Valley or wherever the hill valley, uh, tournament. <laughs> right?
0: Yeah. Speaking of dumping uh, toxic waste, I uh, maybe for maybe for dumpster diving or maybe just for an episode or something like that. We should we should watch and talk about the movie Men at Work. <laughs>
1: See, I, I've never really seen that. I know my wife likes it, but I uh, I haven't really watched it that much.
0: Your buddy Dean Cameron's in it. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's, he plays a pizza delivery guy. No, it's... Basically, it's... They play uh, garbage men that witness a murder, and the guy that's that's committing the murder works for another guy that's dumping... Like, honestly, he's dumping toxic waste, and that's, like, the thing that they... That they get him on, basically. <laughs> it's, it, it's nice. another one of those, cause it's like came out in 1990 and it's one of those things where it's, it's, you know, that like some environmental disaster is the, the villain. Somebody causing some kind of, uh, environmental disaster. But Keith David's in it too, and I, I like oh, him nice. a lot. I
1: like him, yeah, he's fun.
0: But yeah, so it's, it's a, it's a, it's like one of those, you see it, you know, in the afternoon on some cable channel, uh, you know, on like a Sunday afternoon, and it's you know, oh, it's this is an enjoyable hour and a half or whatever it is, hour and twenty five minutes. Right. Uh, but yeah, so like one day we should we should review that. I mean, I know it's an old movie, but yeah, it's nineteen ninety. So yeah,
1: I don't know if it's streaming anywhere or whatever, but I'm sure we can find it somewhere. Oh yeah, I guess I
0: guess that could work into the that could work into the parlance of the show if I can find it streaming somewhere. So we'll uh, we'll see. I like that it's it's. Labeled as a thriller slash action movie. <laughs>
1: yeah, this try, Emilio. It's
0: so not any of that.
1: <laughs> yeah, look at It's man I see is like a wacky kind of screwball comedy.
0: Yeah, it's it's. I mean, there are there are like actiony elements that happen in it, but it's a comedy movie. Sure. Oh, but anyway, so on to our main topic of the day, which is the stuff that we watched on streaming services and, and stuff like that. I'm going to cheat a little bit this this week because, to be honest with you, I didn't watch anything specifically for the podcast because this has been premiere week. So I'm counting YouTube TV <laughs> as as streaming stuff, and I'm going to talk about a couple of the, uh, the things that my wife and I watched uh, because all the shows came back this week. But we... We started with um, so I think the first thing that we watched was, yeah, we watched the good place, so that's I know you haven't seen it that's I think that's the the best comedy, maybe maybe in the past i don't know five or ten years uh that's been on t v it's it's hilarious, and there's a lot of I think you'd really like it too because there's a lot of philosophy in it where it's not in a not in a boring way or, or anything like that, but it's uh you know that's sort of the underpinning um honestly, it's kind of based a little bit I don't, I don't want to ruin anything, but I would say at least season one the rest, not so much, but at least season one, I think is a sort of based on no exit, which I'm sure you're uh, you're familiar with.
1: Uh no actually.
0: Oh, so No Exit is uh a, a play by Jean Paul Sartre, uh which basically describes uh a group of people who they they appear in this room together and uh slowly Is that
1: what the uh Twilight Zone episode is based off of? Uh
0: for the five characters in search of an exit? Yeah. Um, I don't think so. That's the one five characters in search of an exit is the one where they're their toys, right? Yeah. Yeah, not, I mean, sort of, like, a little bit, I guess, you could, you could say, but, but it's a little bit, uh, different. The Jean-Paul Sartre one is basically, it's like, uh, eventually, people become, you know, the people watching the play become aware that it's the afterlife, that these, these, uh, three characters are dead. Ah, gotcha. And they've been put in this room together to torture themselves. (laughs) um like they they specifically because of the way they interact with each other are creating you know hell for each of the other ones and it's it's famous the the play is famous for featuring the line hell is other people
1: yeah i say wasn't that who said that
0: yeah so yeah that's uh, that's kind of that's sort of what the first season is based on loosely not uh, it's not exactly like that um obviously cuz it's it's it becomes clear in the very first episode they're dead, um, and they've gone to the good place. But uh, but yeah, it's so a yeah, exactly. But it's kind of uh, it's kind of based on that a little bit. And there's a lot of philosophy. One of the characters is a philosopher, so I think you'd like it. But this is the final season. They also, I think, and the guy that that created the show is from Michigan, as is Kristen Bell, uh, the star of the show. In case anyone uh locally cares. Um but it's uh they they've done another thing like I said that I really that I really admire is they've I think this is season four for them and they said, you know, we're we're making this our last season. Basically they've said Good for them. Yeah basically they've said this is we don't have material past this. So we want to make sure that the show remains qu- high quality and that we go out exactly the way we want to go out and and you know instead of cuz it's a huge rating it's hit for NBC so you know it's it, it is sort of admirable that especially the creator the creator and showrunner has decided I'm not going to milk this for as much money as I can get out of it I want to make something good that doesn't devolve in in quality so you know we're going to cut it off
1: Yeah, I'm a huge fan of that in general. So good for them.
0: But yeah, so that they're on their uh, their final episode or their final season, and it's it's definitely interesting. Like I said, it's very funny. Uh, Ted Danson, the uh, the guy that plays uh, Chidi Onagwonye, I'm trying to think of his his real name. Kristen Bell. uh, They're you know everyone everyone on the show is very good and and hilarious together. but yeah, so we watched that and uh I'm not going to really get into the plot of it right now because I don't want to spoil anything for anybody. But it's, you know, if you've been watching The Good Place, it's it's quality. If you haven't watched The Good Place, it's on Netflix uh and Hulu. I believe it's on both places. I know I know the other seasons are definitely on Netflix. Uh so anyone that wants to you know catch up on it uh, there can can catch up on it there. Uh and the other thing that we watched was Superstore uh which we kind of talked about uh earlier which is those those two I think are the the um the best ones uh, the best comedies that we have um uh you know about on the uh, In this great nation. Yeah exactly. In this in this great nation of ours. Uh, but Long yeah, move, Texas, right. So, what, uh, what have you been watching, Mike?
1: Um, I, I, I've i been just been watching a bunch of kind of random stuff, like on Hulu and stuff. I've been, you know, kind of watching, um, Futurama. I did watch, um, Always Studying in Philadelphia, which had its premiere this week. Mm-hmm. It was a pretty funny, pretty funny episode. Okay. I was kind of foggy. I, I really need to watch it in because it's like kind of like foggy asleep. Um, my friend um, Matt and I we watched The Matrix again the other day. and it's a you know classic movie that every six months or so it wasn't worth watch. You know it's worth the watch. Oh, for sure. Um, and uh, Hot Ones is I, Hot Ones came back last week, which I failed to mention. But yep. so far I've Shia LaBeouf, who I've never really I don't think I've ever seen anything with him in it before. Like I've heard like he like hurt his hand or got into an accident or something. Mm. I don't really know much about him. Like it's just, like I haven't seen a Transformers movies. He seemed kind of interesting in there. And then um. The other person was uh, who was it? Ashton, Ashton Kutcher. Kutcher. Yeah. He seemed like, kind of like guarded at first, but like he kind of realized like how good Sean is at like asking questions, so you know he kind of you know warmed up. So they were pretty good episodes, both of them like half an hour. They were pretty long, but uh, I enjoyed those. So yeah, just hot ones. Um, kind of contemplating rewatching Mr. Robot from the very beginning, just because half the time I'm not paying attention, so I have no idea what the hell is going on in the show. So. Okay.
0: Yeah, I watched, I watched hot, uh, the Ashton Kutcher. I want to go back and do the Shia LaBeouf one too, obviously. But I watched, uh, the Ashton Kutcher episode, I think today, today or yesterday. Or no, it was today, for sure. And I was, yeah, I was super interested. And I love when the guests are complimentary of Sean and his questions. It's just It's so,
1: like almost, almost every episode.
0: It's so satisfying, too. It's like, yes, give him the credit that he deserves for asking the best questions of any interviewer, I think. Um and what's
1: what's funny is he often says, like, yeah, we just did this last <laughs> night. So it's not like they're, like, you know, super intensive. Just like the average interviewer is just so shallow with, like, the questions that you mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, absolutely. But so, and then he asked some really good questions, some deep cuts. And there were, they, like there, like you said, there was some really interesting stuff that, uh, that Ashton Kutcher had to say. And then he gave everyone his cell phone number. Great. <laughs> <Right. laughs> so I, uh, I texted him and asked him to be on the show. Oh, nice. So we haven't gotten a response and I don't think we will, but I, uh, ga- no. I gave it a shot. So. Yep. Uh, but that is our show for the night. Uh, as always, you know, if you want to reach out to the show, you can write us at massivelatefee at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter, on Facebook, uh, massive late fee everywhere. You can find Mike, massive late Mike, uh, on Twitter. You can find us on MySpace. Uh, tell a friend. If you want to check out our Patreon, go ahead and check out our Patreon. If you want to, uh, You know, donate a buck to us, uh, to help keep the lights on and keep, uh, our children fed. Then we appreciate that. If you're Ashton Kutcher, uh, listening right now, come on the show. Help us out. It will not help your career in any way because we, we don't give boosts like that. Our show is, our our show doesn't have that kind of a platform, but you'll help us out a lot. So you can feel good about that. Uh, but anyway, we will see you next week. Bye.
1: See you next time. Fuck Sweden.